The following podcast may contain spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Your discretion is advised. Tonight, hell freezes over. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I try and rob at your review and movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 4AM podcast, the podcast where everybody gets together and wonders, what the hell is Will's problem? I'm your host, Rob. <laughs> Joining me are my friends, Brian? Brian. Will. All right, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Jeez. What happened? We're, we're just never going to get this figured out. The introducing you guys or introducing yourselves deal, it's never going to get figured out. So introduce yourselves. Let's start over. Brian, go first. Brian, Will, Killer Tony, and Joe. I'm Brian. And, uh, and Brian. <laughs> and Brian. <laughs> also, Brian, I believe you're here? Oh, yes, yes. yes All right, beautiful. <laughs> and Joe? Guys, we, we watched... Joe's uh, here. This week, we watched a movie that I uh, swore I would never watch. Uh, Batman and Robin. All right. Should have saved this for Patreon. Yeah, we should have. Uh, <laughs> no one paid us for this, though. Nobody paid us. Nobody. <laughs> now we're paying. We're paying dearly. the ultimate. We're paying the iron price right now. Huh. Guys, Brian. Yeah. What's your history with this movie? Um, I've seen this movie. I saw it in the theaters, I think. Oh god. I think I did see it in the theaters. Um, I was what, 17? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw this in the, in the theaters. Um, and uh yeah, that was like the only time I saw it all the way through. And then I've seen bits of it since then. Uh, Cause it'd be on TV and like I catch part of it and I'm like, ugh, and then I would keep keep changing the channels. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this movie is uh yeah it, it's it's a movie. Ah, agree to disagree. Um, Will, what's your history with this movie? So this movie came out right in the wheelhouse for me. It was '97, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah you so, were just born. Yeah, exactly. I was a baby. Um, little baby. But crawled your I way to the don't... theater and said. One ticket, please. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think I Wait, saw shit, it. Wait, shit, you were a baby. I, I was six. Whoa. Yeah, a baby. So I don't believe I saw it in theaters, but I definitely had the VHS. Um, and I watched it all the time. And as we were uh, saying off air, I dressed up like the Chris O'Donnell Robin for Halloween that year. So I've ta- tasked my mom in North Carolina to try to find the picture of that. Um, so that'll be on the, on the social media, hopefully. Um, but yeah, like history wise, loved it. You know, obviously we all, we all change. (laughs) Joe. Um, so I saw this once in the theater and I remember for some reason thinking that it was better than Batman uh, forever. Okay. Which I don't know why I did. Um, and I told my sister that and she went and saw that and she was like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. And she then, slapped you. She slapped me a few times. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Tony and I once swore up and down to my uncle and aunt that the Blair Witch Project was a good movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only person that still yeah. thinks of that. <laughs> Yeah. Now I would I I would say in my defense I never told her it was a good movie. I just said it was better than Batman Forever, which as we established like a few weeks ago is still filth. Mm. Um, technically, yeah. Tony, uh, I did not see this in theaters. Uh, it was at this point we were uh, no longer under the gaze of 
Batman being an awesome film series. We uh, were quite upset with this movie. Uh, Banned never to see it. And the only real relevance I had with it at the time was I remember watching the Mystery Science Theater summer blockbuster special mm. where they made fun of the trailer. Oh, yeah. I don't um, even I seem to remember that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because, like, to this day, I cannot see the scene of Batman they're, flying they're down. They're docking? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I remember now. Uh, and that's when I knew I wanted Riff Tracks before Riff Tracks was a thing. But, uh, yeah, like, I saw this at some point later, I believe, probably when I was working at the uh, uh, video rental place. But I don't even remember when I ended up seeing this filth. But, yeah, it's it's upsetting. All right. I have a checkered past with this film. Because <laughs> unlike Will, I was in high school when this movie came out. Um, <clears throat> I remember getting a pamphlet about this movie. I don't even remember where it was from. It was from the uh, Batman witnesses, right? They come to your door and <laughs> hand, out Pat- been, yeah. hand out Batman. <laughs> the Church of Joel Schumacher of Latter-day <laughs> Saints. Um, and... <sighs> I remember had pictures of Batman with his nips and Robin with his nips and Alicia Silverstone without her nips and a picture of Bane. (sighs) And I said, that guy looks like an asshole. I hope he dies. (laughs) Bane specifically? Bane specifically. Tony, what happened shortly after that? uh, If you want to leave it there, we'll cover it in the history. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, God. But I think people can already get an idea where this is going. Yeah, I wish the man dead. And uh, yeah. Yeah, but in fairness, though, Rob, like half the the men you met at that age, you just were like, that person looks like an asshole and I hope they die. (laughs) True. So, I mean, like the shotgun approach, you're going to hit something. (laughs) That's, I mean, he he was 17. (laughs) It was a very bad year. (laughs) <laughs> Rob really hated everybody. And now I love everybody. That's not true. It's a uh, I mean, I don't I don't love being around everybody. Mm. <laughs> I love distance. the concept of everybody. Right. I want everybody to to get along and love each other. I just don't want to interact with anybody. So that's our personal history with this film. Uh, oh, and uh, at that time, I also vowed I would never watch this movie. So I've not ever seen this movie before today. And I have a, wow. I have a secret about today that I'll reveal shortly. Tony. If you didn't watch it, I'm going to fucking kick your ass. Okay, so I did watch it. I just watched it on two times speed. <laughs> <laughs> you so, son of a bitch. Full, full disclosure. <laughs> I wow. did watch it in double speed, <laughs> you, and it was still the most awful now. thing. You have to you you're impeached from the podcast. <laughs> okay, we All will right. deal with you later. All right, mm. I'm impeached. I'll see you guys later, Brian. You got this right. Bye. <laughs> Get your ass back here. <laughs> All right. So obviously, we did Batman and Robin from 1997. Yeah, directed by Joel Schumacher. Uh, I do want to mention its taglines, strength now, courage always, family above all, Batman and Robin. I don't know what the hell that means, but it also they okay. had this one that really threw me was heroes, villains, triple threat. Did you say cripple threat? Triple threat. Oh, <laughs> I would believe that. 
but here's the thing. Who are they? What? What's the th- the triple threat? Well, you've got Poison Ivy and Mister Freeze and Bane, and you've got Batman and Robin and uh, what's her name? Well, yeah, but, well, Batman, Robin, and Batgirl. They're heroes. They shouldn't be the threat. The villain uh, Bane doesn't. Did count. you watch the same movie I did? Well, all right. Well, anyway, anyway. Uh, so yeah, Joe Schumacher, who we already covered uh, recently with either Falling Down, Phantom of the Opera, number 23, uh, whatever. Yeah, by the way, um, I take it back. I no longer accept his apology. Okay. Why Why is that? Uh, because I watched Batman and Robin. Yeah, fair. <laughs> in, in two times speed. Honestly, we're, we're getting ahead of things, but that was similar to my reaction. Uh, after doing all this research, I actually started to feel for him a little, and I, I went into it thinking, all right, this is I know it's not a good movie, but it's going to be competently made, and he's wrong. not such a bad guy. And yeah, by like five minutes wrong, in, I was like, wrong, nope, wrong, fuck wrong. him. <laughs> fuck this wrong, guy. Wrong, wrong. As wrong. I mentioned earlier, Sharon watched this movie with me, and she was like, this is worse than the Hallmark movies I watch. Hey, oh, is man. <laughs> she is correct. And we weren't, she wasn't even like talking. I mean, yes, also the dialogue, <laughs> but That's she was talking quality. about like the effects. She <laughs> like, is correct. All right. So after what the, kind of effects does Hallmark movies have? Fake nuts. Fake <laughs> snow <laughs> and fake uh, lead yeah. pipes. Yeah. Well, no, fake they, snow. They rent horses, probably. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not sell them out. They do often. But randomly throw in a ghost plot and shit. Yeah, but, but I'm sure they have to have like a green screen budget because I'm like all of their movies take place across mountainous vistas. Yeah. And they take place in Vermont. <laughs> okay. New England, yeah. Yeah. All right. So after the success of Batman Forever, there began work on the sequel. They wanted to fast track things, get stuff going, hit wild irons hot, as it were. Uh, and they set a targeted release date that they had to meet. So they brought back uh, Joel Schumacher, of course, and Akiva Goldsman, yeah. who I believe we've mentioned before. Yeah, uh, probably. They not having the best track record with Batman movies, at least among this group. But uh, the studios liked them. But they said they they put some pressure on them to make them, quote, more toyic. Uh, whatever <sighs> that. Yeah. Oh, it begins. Uh, so, uh, pr- producer Peter McGregor Scott also resented the the emphasis on marketing and everything. Uh, and he said, "I feel if you let a filmmaker make a good movie, you'll sell toys anyway." What a crazy idea! So, I believe that's what they did for the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, I bought all that crap. Yep, didn't buy any of these. Uh, but so Joe Schumacher began to uh, work. He wanted to uh, pay a bit more homage to the camp style of the '60s show and uh, to Dick Sprang's work on the, the Batman. <laughs> that, Wait, that's, what? That's Dick his name. Sprang? Dick Sprang. Like, it's like I'm Dick sure Joe Schumacher wanted to pay homage to Dick Sprang. Uh, but, uh, so they, you know, they had to create Gotham City once again. I believe we mentioned before how it was medieval Neo-Tokyo, uh, but this time being described as Gotham City is a world's fair on ecstasy. Uh, yeah, um, like at one point, I can see that. Maybe Lilith fair on ecstasy. There's giant, like, bigger than the Statue of Liberty size statues, like, just mm-hmm. in the city with, like, just roads going balls. around them and shit. Cup I'm like, and balls. What, how, how'd you, how'd you make that since the last movie? <laughs> it looked the like question. friggin' city from the fifth element. Like yeah, it was weird as fuck. It was so yep. just way too vertical. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened after Superman in. came in, you know? Yeah. Bunch of but, sense uh, offenders. So uh even Chris O'Donnell said that uh he 
he was, quote, it felt, uh, when talking about making the movie, quote, uh, it felt more like everything got a little soft the second time. On Batman Forever, I felt like we were making a movie. The second time, I felt like we were making a kid's toy commercial. Uh, that's that's about the special effects level. Yeah, I'd say yeah. that's correct. Yep. And, the act- did, and the acting. And the acting. Yeah, it really, it was just, it was an assault on all of the senses. Well, especially, like, the yep. only real way mr freeze talks in this is in little one-liners which you would see yep. like in a toy commercial like right but because chill because out toy commercials, yeah because toy commercials is only 30 seconds long yeah you don't run into the problem where you're just saying the same thing over and over again tonight you freeze in hell <laughs> mom what what is this commercial saying <laughs> <sighs> yeah i uh, don't need, i can't yet all right, so um, also according to actor John Glover, Schumacher would sit on the crane with a megaphone and yell before each take, remember everyone, this is a cartoon, which made it, it very it, hard to act like they were. It is a cartoon. Uh, yeah. Who yeah. is John yeah. Glover? He's uh, the um, the mad scientist that uh, pushes permanent oh, um, right. chemicals. I knew also, I recognized him. Hey, we saw him last in Gremlins too, right? Yes. Yep. Also, mm-hmm. want to know the sad uh, Batman connection there as well? There's just nothing but sad yeah. connections here. He's the voice of the Riddler in the Batman the Animated Series. Oh, oh no. Wow. Yeah. yeah no. He's oh, wow. um he's Lionel Luther in Smallville. That too, Lex yes. Dead. Oh no. And he's a good actor. But uh mm. so then began uh what was known as the Batman curse. So it's not just you, Rob. <laughs> uh where after making this movie, Chris O'Donnell, Alicia Silverstone, and Joe Schumacher all had a series of slumps in their careers. Um, I don't know if that's a curse, more of yeah. just like, also, you fucked up on this one, guys. <laughs> well, yeah. yes. You're done, but... you're done goofed. <laughs> Consequences will never be the same. Uh, Batman creator Bob Kane died shortly after the uh, movie's release. Died? Good, fuck him. Or he died. Himself. Oh, wow. That's what he deserves uh, after what he did to Bill Finger. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, you true. know, no, I would know it's definitely one, but fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we mentioned Bane. Um, mm-hmm. I'm jumping ahead a little. Originally, their first choice was going to be Kane Hodder to play Bane, which that would have been so much better. Oh, somebody big and intimidating? Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good <laughs> idea. Not someone with the body type of my great aunt or me. <laughs> well, I mean, it, well, hold on. We'll get into that. But um, so, yeah, because uh, he was they wanted him to play Bane, who was a character created in 1993 to be intentionally to be the strongest and most intelligent foe Batman has ever faced. Yeah, they got, of course, uh, Jeep Swenson. Nailed it. Uh, a yep. stuntman who was suggested by another stuntman who worked on Batman and Robin. Uh, he was said that uh, he was supposedly had the biggest biceps on record at the time, but he was a really sweet guy and a young family man. Uh, he, he also the boulder in Indiana Jones. <laughs> he also sadly died of, of heart failure at age 40, two months after the film's release. Yep. <clears throat> Steroids will do that. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Batman also was a bit of an issue uh, because obviously Val Kilmer didn't want to come back and Joe Schumacher, as we mentioned last time, didn't like working with him, so they didn't want him back. So they thought of other options, including William Baldwin and uh, David Duchovny. Dear God. (laughs) Wait, when did the shadow come out? Uh, Wasn't that like 94 or 95? Yeah, that was earlier 90s. uh, We were past that. that. Is that why they didn't go for Alec? Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm already attached to another failure of a project. I can't. Maybe. 
apparently, David Duchovny was also thought of to be Batman for Batman Begins before they went with David Duchovny. I can't see that at all. What? I like Exiles, but I can't see that at all. What? Obviously, they went hey. with George Clooney instead. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. Where are they? Where who? Where's Where's what's her name? Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Where's Rachel? Tony. You gotta go. Where's Why do you want to kill me? Hey, Scully. Where's Falcone? Where are the drugs? Do you <laughs> do believe you a man sex? can fly like a bat? Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> was George Billy Clooney Zane also busy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He was busy dealing with a career slump of his own. Anyway, George Clooney. Uh, mm-hmm. He was uh, he busy got, doing the Phantom, wasn't it? They got him for the role. Uh, yeah. It is said that if you, uh, apparently, reportedly at least, to this day, if you go up to George Clooney and tell him you saw this movie, he will give you his mon- your money back. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> On to Batgirl. Yeah. Uh, they they decided to change it from the traditional daughter of Commissioner Gordon to, to be this- Elf. Alfred's niece? Question mark. <laughs> because okay, in this sorry, in this universe that makes sense because I wouldn't believe anything good comes from the loins of this commissioner, Gordon. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's exactly it. The producers did not think that anyone would believe that she came from Pat Engel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, she's my but daughter. They would believe my that she adopted. came from London. Is that correct? No, no, no. It's not. They, they could have done like, like on, on Parks and Rec with uh with with uh with, with, with Jerry, Jerry, how his wife yes. is smoking hot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would have been great. Well, the funny thing that was also brought up is they could have easily recast Pat Hengel since they recast Batman three different times already. So right, like who, who it, cares? Pat, Pat Hengel not giving up right. money. Series. He is what everything revolves around. <laughs> You've got two things keeping you in this universe. You got Pat Hingle and Alfred. And I got to say Michael also Goo. <laughs> Yeah, this is the this is the movie where he finally gets his due. <laughs> he proves himself to be somewhat competent at one point. But anyway, oh, Mr. Gordon? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he has he has one I mean, he does that's one a reach. Thing. Yeah, he, reached, he but, literally he, he does something for once. Well, yeah. he does wait, wait. Something. Maybe you guys were watching a different movie than I was watching it two times. No, we were speed. just exactly? regular speed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, it happened so fast you missed it. Yeah. Is that yeah. what happened? We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to, to be it. fair. Anyway. I did have subtitles on. We'll get to it. So uh apparently there were a lot more scenes with Batgirl that had to get cut. This was largely due to the fact that Alicia Silverstone apparently gained a little weight and wardrobe had to refit her costume. Which took some time. Uh, press got aware of this and began mocking her, saying she was too fat for the costume, and it became a whole freaking thing of fat shaming. And uh, apparently, there was a nasty cartoon <laughs> drawn of her. Gotta love America. <laughs> that's that's what Val that. Kilmer was watching from the shadows, like, okay, just back away slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Grabbing a few sandwiches from moment. craft Can services on the way out. I will send that's... you the picture right here. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Wow. I mean, really? I'd tap that. Yeah, I mean, I'm all right with that. You know. <laughs> but anyway. So, I, I don't understand. Did, did anyone think she looked anything but totally just fine in this? She looked like she didn't want to be there, but so did everybody else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. besides that, besides the dead eyes. I yeah. Mean. No, that was a big thing at the time, because, you know, really? this was long before it was like, you know, not cool to body shame. So they were totally just like, you fat ass, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're five pounds thing. overweight, fuck you. 
She was the only bat person not in skin tight vinyl clothing anyway. It showed her for five seconds. The entire movie opens with just Batman and Robin's cocking balls and ass the whole friggin'. And they they linger on it. For one thing, Batman got cakes. But (laughs) (laughs) he got what? He got cakes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. But like, like it the movie opens so awful. I forgot so how weird. awful this movie opened. Like, oh, yeah. it opens the same way as Batman Forever. Well, all right, we'll get to I, that when we get it. It's worse. It's remember. worse. But hold on, yeah, hold on. That's true. We're getting hold ahead on. of ourselves. I, I got more for you guys. Come we're on. At the beginning. All right, <laughs> we're not so, like we're not going through this whole movie piece by piece because it's too much. It's like you literally choke to death. No, 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 no but we're not even. No, you're having. Movie you're going to have to listen to it all, Rob. Let Tony finish his thing. <laughs> Let me right. finish. So now we're on Mr. Freeze. Originally, there were thoughts to get someone like Ed Harris, Patrick Stewart, or maybe Anthony Hopkins. Oh, shit. Which... Somebody that speaks English? <laughs> but, oh, my God. Ed Harris would have been. Yeah, Ed great. Harris would totally Patrick pull Stewart's off. just awesome. Okay, 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 okay. But the dialogue's not going to change, guys. I Well, that's. So that was, Schwarzenegger yeah, was the right pick. Yes. Well, here's the thing. That's when she. <laughs> Because Schumacher decided Mr. Freeze needed to be, quote, big and strong like he was chiseled out of a glacier. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty so, sure that's just what Joel Schumacher said about everything. <laughs> so he changed his top picks to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, number one. Number two, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Want to want to guess number three? Uh, uh, I Hulk, would say Jean-Claude Hulk, Van Damme. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Oh, oh that would have been. Mwah. Let me tell you something, brother. It's time to get real cold in here. I mean, why not? Why not Ventura? He was already in the friggin' movie. Well, he wasn't until Schwarzenegger got him the role. Anyway, um, so Schwarzenegger took this instead of reprising the role of Conan and Conan the Conqueror, which, of course, became Call the Conqueror, which I believe we've already covered. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, where he spent six hours in a makeup chair getting dyed blue and getting blue LEDs put in his mouth. Oh my god. None of you are here, so I blew myself. (laughs) I also kept thinking that through the whole movie. So, this was the first Batman movie to not be the highest grossing movie of the summer in which it was released. Because of negative receptions, believe it or not, this killed the initial DCU which was going to then kick off with Tim Burton's Superman Lives, of course, with uh, Nicolas Cage as Superman. Uh, And then there was going to be a crossover with potentially George Clooney Batman and so on. This was also going to have a sequel to it called Batman Unchained. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a prequel to Fifty Shades of Grey? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And there was potentially going to be a Robin slash Nightwing movie. Uh, Joe Schumacher at the time, was uh, begging the people at Warner Brothers to let him do another movie. Uh, he wanted to go back to the Darker Roots once again, as we mentioned in Batman Forever. He wanted to do Batman Year One. He was talking about uh, casting Kurt Russell in the role of young Commissioner Gordon. So here's hmm. the thing, though. Hmm. Like, we know Joel Schumacher can do those kinds of movies because he's done those kinds of movies. What kind of movies? Well, like, Falling Down. was a, It's a much darker, oh, yeah. it's not a cartoon. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's capable of it. Yeah. It's still weird as hell, but it wasn't a cartoon. <laughs> yes. Well, parts of it were, but, uh, you know. Anyway, um, that that didn't happen, 
But there was also uh, talks for Batman Unchained was going to have uh, the main villain be Scarecrow, who through use of his fear toxins would cause hallucinations to bring back people, you know, other villains. Like they were hoping Jack Nicholson would reprise his role as the Joker being the big one. Maybe get, you know, Penguin back, Riddler, Two-Face and so on. It was, was also going to be cool. Scarecrow, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, I was also going to have Harley Quinn as the Joker's daughter. It, uh. And I i don't know if I got this wrong or what, <laughs> but it seems the Scarecrow already had a little appearance in this movie because they were going to bring back Coolio. Uh-oh. Mm. Wow. Scare, yeah. Cool, Scarecrowlio. And then finally... Uh, of course, Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios, claims that uh, this is uh, the most important comic book movie ever made because of oh. its catastrophic failure. It forced In a way major that the comic core. book companies. <laughs> yeah, it forced major comic book companies and film studios to rethink how they present comic book movies based in media. So it was like the meteor that killed the dinosaurs that led <laughs> yeah. to the birth of humanity. Uh, don't you mean the Ice Age? Yeah. Will yeah. Uh, yo, like that's right, the uh, Ice Age. <laughs> God damn it. Ray Romano, John Leguizamo, and Dennis Leary. (laughs) So, I thought you were rapping for a minute there. Yeah, I was. So, does anyone want to guess at the budget this month? No. Way too much money. I'm going to say $200 million. Yeah, 150. Dang. Uh, I'm going to say 155. Fuck. Uh, I was going to do 150, Joe. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to low. All right. 125. Good call, Rob. It was 160. Okay. Oh, sorry. Want to want to guess how much it made? Two thirty. Two hundred million dollars. Two fifty. Uh, I'll go with I'll lowball it with a hundred. Oh, well done again, Rob. It was two thirty eight. Okay. Yeah. And I know they spent a ton of money marketing this. Oh yeah. Oh, so much money. So toys. Much. So many toys. I mean, well, technically they spent one hundred and sixty million dollars marketing this thing because it's a goddamn commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's get into it. Like I remember the, the 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 toys for this, and you know at that point I'm 17, or whatever, and like the toys looked dumb, even like for kids. They were just, and it was like yeah. a thousand different versions of of everything. I mean, that's yeah. not that's not new that part, but well, it was like, have, they did I that like... with a Batman animated series where it'd be like, here's Arctic Batman, here's. Well, yeah. uh, Volcano Batman, but then for this, I I, ha- I remember because I had a lot of them. It was like they tried to do the same thing, but they were just so shittily made. Yeah. Well, plus it doesn't help when you're like you can get regular Batman and Arctic Batman, but unlike the animated series where we have like a traditional animated sculpt, we Correct. tried to make it look like George Clooney, but it just looks like a moldy potato. So. <laughs> God damn it, Grandma! I wanted. Safari Batman. You got me Savannah Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh! the store, Grandma. Yeah, that also reminds me, I, I, I wanted to quickly give a mention to the fact that two different animated Batman series have taken shots at this movie since it coming out. Um, really? Yeah, I believe most of you already know the famous Batman animated series where they were talking about the different... Uh, possibilities of what batman might be where these three kids are and they come across a boy working on a display window who's like i hear his you know he's got all these cool gadgets and tight rubber outfits and his car can go up walls and they go sure joel no they say shut up joel they say go to hell joel they they don't say all right how about you kill yourself okay but uh all right 
Right. Also, yep. in yep. Batman: yep. Brave and the Bold, at one point he in, uh, encounters Batmite, who wants to, you know, help him out <laughs> and whatever. So he's like, "Let's try some different costumes," and he does the vampire Batman, he does the Frank Miller Batman, and then he does one that is just Batman in just tight, all dark. Uh, rubber but the nipples poke out real far and then pull back in he just goes too icky and moves on <laughs> so yeah yes yeah, this, this is icky that's a good way to describe it just icky, icky. um All so right. i think we already pretty much went through the cast like yeah pretty much mentioned everybody already yeah um i would like to talk about one thing before the movie begins i'm trying something new with this as well um I decided because I knew that this is one of the great bad movies that we're going to review. And before we review them all, I want to I wanted to make a kind of scale to compare them. Hmm. So um, what I decided was I would um, come up with an arbitrary figure that represents my morale at the beginning of this film. And then I would um, assign it, you know, awards and demerits based on what's going on in the movie um, and keep a running total of what my morale was. And uh, see by the end of the film, you know, how far down it would get. Um, so that being said, the rules I assigned was um, to keep the math simple. I would only do minus 5% and minus 10% demerits. I wasn't going to try to evaluate like how the bat credit card stacks up to the fucking, <laughs> um, you know, bat skates or whatever. Mm. Like, I'm like, the worst they can do is minus 10%. And yeah. um I wouldn't award a demerit uh, until I couldn't stand it any longer. It had to make me tap out. Um, <laughs> so just the immediate sight of it. Sometimes that did immediately warrant a demerit, but that didn't count. Like I had to be like, all right, I can't fucking stand that anymore. All right. That being said, I started my morale at 50% because while watching this, I was having a terrible, terrible day um, where uh, I'm effectively deaf in one ear and my other ear is extremely effective. And I, I, I infected. And uh, because I just lost my health insurance switching jobs, um, I had to pay for it out of pocket and spend like 400 bucks to treat this damn infection. Yep. Good times. Love American healthcare. Well, I will say, Joe, you yep. should check the Facebook feed mm -hmm. and that'll cheer you right up. <laughs> yeah, I saw something came in, but uh, didn't look at it. Consider it saved to desktop. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh wow okay it's fantastic that's a striking fear in the hearts of crime fighters yeah yeah i mean it's actually a lot better of a costume than i expected yeah it's better than the one we saw in the film yeah it's better <laughs> yeah. than the one we saw in the film i'm just wondering how many people got you at the door and said so are you supposed to be the ambiguously gay duo or <laughs> Now, Will, when you when you put that costume on, did you uh, do a quick turn and jiggle your butt cheeks for the audience? Yeah. The audience being your grandma. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, make sure the nips were nice and nice and hard. Hot. Let's stop there. <laughs> All right. So, Joe, you started at fifty percent yep. morale, and uh, I've kept so... I've kept timestamps of the major moments in the morale. Uh, All right. So. So uh, let's have it. Once the once the terrible cartoon bat and thinner bat fly at the screen, uh -huh. uh, what, what yeah. are we rocking? What are we rocking like immediately? No, I mean, so the morale doesn't start taking hits um, until the barrage of nipples, butts, and bulges just flying like, across the screen. 
Which it's is immediately like after seconds that. after, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the logo, I was like, whatever. Um, I think at that point, I was writing in my notes. You know, each time I wrote, I write the title of the movie and the date on the first line. Uh, instead, I wrote, fuck, parentheses, <laughs> Batman and Robin. I mean, you got it right, though. Yeah. yeah. You are not wrong. Yeah. I will also um, say, I started this movie, and for whatever reason, my media player decided to go on the default of having the sound off. Mm-hmm. That's it Well, it took me a moment to realize that was the case. And then when I realized it, I had to take like another moment or two to like mm-hmm. actually get up enough courage to change it. That's Google sensing your likes and dislikes and uh, adjusting accordingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's so, a learning computer. So this like nipple button bulge barrage that flies across the screen, um, unless it's Roadhouse and it's the logo of the movie flashing across that woman's ass. Even if these were girl parts, I would still be upset by this, by just the flagrant like the flagrantness of it. But this, I was just like, God, fuck. Like, come on. Well, the, uh, even before this, the first thing I wrote down in my notes was that Arnold was billed first. Like it got first billing. Like how, didn't didn't Jim Carrey get first billing the last time? No, Jim Carrey didn't, but Jack Nicholson did. So there is a precedence. Okay. That's good to know. Um, Jack Nicholson's a name and Arnold was it. I mean, George Clooney was, was George Clooney really a name? Like, I know he, he was, was in, no. like, TV. He was but... more ER at that point, yeah. I think. Yeah. He actually, he still says, uh, as much as he apologizes for this movie and says it sucks, he says that he's glad it happened and he's glad he did it because this is what made him a movie star. Huh. Um, Which is, right. again, makes it weird that the others failed so much when he got, you know, success off of this. <sighs> but All right, so the Batcave. Yeah, sucks. Um, Fuck. Like the Batmobile sucks. Yeah, dude. The Batmobile. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. There's no canopy on the Batmobile. Yeah, it's it doesn't have a windshield. Canopy. Yeah, you know why? Windshield. Twirly, dirly light show no. as the engine. Do you know why? No. Why? Yeah, because of toys. Yes. Yes, I know. I, I understand. Minute, yeah, the minute I saw that, I was like, "That's a McDonald's toy, right there." Yeah. And then the, like... the freaking bulge in the front of it is higher than than George Clooney. Like, I don't know how he sees over it. Because it's a dick. Yeah. He's just driving a yep. dick wheels on it. All right. And then on top of that, they're fucking bickering like Batman and Robin are already just arguing. And I'm like, shut up. Um, and they just get in their their shit and drive off. Now, this is important. They gear up before they leave the, the Batcave and get the mission. Right. So they don't know what mission they're going on. It's important. They bring everything. I'm going to be really mad about this in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> so. They drive oh, off and it's gonna as be a they're, rough ride, Joe. Yeah, as they're driving down the um, you know, their just long ass tunnel, and Ooh. they're driving in super slow motions because I mean, I mean, like super s- slow speed because none of these vehicles are at all safe to drive. Um, and like now they get a message from um, you know, Pat Hingle, it's Commissioner Gordon. I gave the movie plus five morale because I saw Pat Hingle. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's All talking right. about Mr. Freeze. He's like, you know, he's at the museum doing some shit. Wait a minute. The diamond. Where what? was your morale seeing uh, Alfred ha- like passing a stone or whatever? Um, That is the best plot line of this movie. So I still I gave it plus five for that, too, because because I saw Alfred and I'm like, all right, those guys I, uh, remind me of a better time. He made okay. some comment like uh, I'll order the pizza, you know, or something like that. Yep. And I'll then he cancel grim- the pizza. Yeah, and then he grimaces, and I'm like, Alfred's been eating all that pizza. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I really gotta take a dump. <laughs> so he ordered, he ordered that pizza from the room. But I do want to point out <laughs> the Batman Forever also started with the same damn scene of Batman getting ready, yeah, showing his balls, showing his yep. ass. Same kind of joke. Same yep. kind of joke, and then had the same line about how chicks dig the car. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, I think. The last time it was, he was going to get takeout. Well, yeah, but that's, that's fine. It doesn't make oh, it no. better. But the yeah. same, but the same joke, they use the same joke in two movies is all I'm saying. Not, not necessarily yeah. yep. the same place in the movie. Oh, but this but time like, we get the added bonus of this is why Superman works alone. Yeah. But I'm like, what, what chicks dig this car? Because it looks like a Shriner I, should be driving. I think, it. uh, the old, old whores on Skid Row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody say I'll get out of here. The, the skeleton yeah. gang crew. And it, it fucking has one of those things on the front of it. Um, that's flagrantly like a toy spinner, like that yep. you you know would you like push the vacuum along and it make the balls pop out? Yeah, because you know yeah. what? If if I'm a crime fighter, the thing I want is to have big cutout parts in my car that mm. exposes the engine. And yeah. all of the mechanicals. It seems like a really good plan. Mm-hmm. Of course you would. So we cut to the museum and we see Mr. Freeze and his puns and uh, immediately minus 10% morale. I'm immediately like, I can't take it just on site. And I question first thing I see, I'm like, does his suit have neon light pecs or neon light tits? It's a hard call. <laughs> the, he's got big <laughs> nipples. Too. Yeah. Because uh, from a front angle, I'm like, I don't know. You know, I don't know what's happening there with Mr. Freeze. They're pecs with just giant nipples. Mm-hmm. So Batman. Like saucers. Batman shows up, fucking Flintstones, this giant, like, brontosaurus thing, and um, comes over and, like, kicks the gun out of Mr. Freeze's hand. But Mr. Freeze deploys his ice skating bandits, yeah. which are obviously on rollerblades. So right. it was at this point. Where I had to switch my, my brain off and mm-hmm. say, this, this is a cartoon. And when yep. I look at it from, from the aspect of being a, 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 a kid's cartoon, it wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. See, here's my problem with that. I don't find this to be even a cartoon. This is that, like, when you go to whatever nearby stadium you have, when your parents don't have a lot of money, but they, they want to show you something good. So you see, like, the Batman stunt show on ice. And it's written by somebody who's like in their fifties doing what they think kids thinks is cool. That's what this is. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, nope, fuck it. I'm out. Well, here's well, how it's I like the mighty it. ducks were a big thing, you know? So it's like kids love hockey, but it's also, this came out around the time when we had Batman, the animated series. So I was already a fan of Mr. Freeze Right. And when I saw the animated series, I became a huge fan of it. I loved Mr. Freeze because that was one of my favorite episodes, and he was so cool. And this movie just was like, oh, you like that? Well, let's put his name on this package, and then I'm just going to take a huge diarrhea shit in it, and that's what you get. So, Because the history is he was originally a comic book character, kind of a side, more of a side character, and then the animated series really... Uh, did a good job with the backstory, right? Well, like, yeah. like, he, yeah. They, well, he they was, created the mythology. Yeah, he was always kind of a main character, but his thing was just like he was a dude with a cold gun. Right. In Batman the Animated Series, they got into the, you know, cryogenically frozen, and he he didn't just have the suit because he was around cold stuff. He needed the suit because he needed to be kept cold, and that's where he got his strength from and all this other stuff. And the, wi- and the wife. And the wife, yeah. <laughs> 
the the sad backstory of the wife and the, oh. All right, so I also Thanks, had to Paul put Dini. on my uh, yeah my uh, nerd hat here for mm-hmm. a second because the outside of the building says it's the Museum of Art. Yep, <laughs> but this is clearly a natural history. Museum. Yes, it is. Wow. Yep. Oh, that's the least of our problems right now. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it was just like. No, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it's just It's just like, you know, once you start examining literally everything in this movie is shit. Yeah. Well, so, so the art was all the giant statues of men with the impeccable pecs, you know. Yeah. So I have the flaw of I can't I can't accept the movie for what it is if it's not being what I want it to be. Um unless the movie is artist of a sufficient artistic strength that it can change my perception of what I want. Oh, this is perfect now. Yeah. So in this case, I'm like even if it's a cartoon, like, I don't want my Batman to be that. And when they deploy the fucking bat skates to skate on the ice, which there's no way they knew they needed. Right. Um, I, I fucking lost it. I remember in the theater just being like, fuck you, movie. <laughs> bat ice skates. They click their heels together and they're <laughs> skating around. It would have been better if they didn't click their heels together. They had to like click each other's heels together. Like it would have been better if you just took them from the fucking other guys or something like that. Like I don't, you know, or if he had something on his belt that he clicked on, I don't. Yeah, he had to like detach it from. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I view this movie as because I am a person that can shut my brain off and I, yeah. you know, I have my brain shut off most of the time these days. Yep. But uh, the way I'm seeing this movie is kind of like um it's like you got a family member and the first the first Batman movie is like a family member that you're not you're not super close with but like you got you have good conversation when you're together. You like enjoy hanging out and then mm-hmm. over the years like you notice they they're uh, they're addicted to meth and like as years progress <laughs> that took a sharp s- turn <laughs> yeah as yeah. years progress you could just see them like in decline like they're getting a little slower their teeth are falling out like you know they're starting to act kind of funny and then by the end you're just like I don't even recognize this person and I'm a little afraid see that's a pro I have almost the same reaction to it which is what makes it worse for me because i'm like this is someone i care about and i'm watching them collapse yeah, yeah. As, like, opposed, I, I, as opposed to when you come in fresh and it's just like well this is garbage but i don't know who this person is yeah mm-hmm. i think i could accept it as a cartoon if like the first movie were like this oh yeah mm-hmm. if it were just dumb all the way through i'd be like you know not to not to compare the two but like the transformers movies they're terrible but they're consistently terrible yeah. There's not like a super good one you know and then what they you're start thinking. getting bad. Yeah. yeah. I'll disagree a little there, but I will say this is why I'm able to give more credit to like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man where that's a little corny, but it's 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 kind of always what they were doing and I'm like, "All right, that's fine." Yeah, they struck a balance and I'm sure he yeah. used this movie as a reference. <laughs> you got to know the line. This is <sighs> this is what's what's past the line. And Batman that's the Forever other, was the line. That's mm. the other problem. I know the lines. <laughs> I I've watched Batman the Animated Series so much, especially A Heart of Ice, that I could quote so many of those lines. So every time I'm hearing, you know, like everybody chill, chill, and like that dumb shit, and I'm thinking of great <laughs> lines like, uh, "Yes, that would move me to tears if I still had tears left to shed." Yeah. You know, and I'm like. What a difference. Well, here's the funny thing. Batman the Animated Series. So I just looked it up. Heart of Ice, that episode, yep. aired in 1992. Yep. 
years mm-hmm. before this came out, years oh, yeah. before Batman Forever came out, yep. and was wildly popular. Yep. So why would they deviate from what was wildly popular? And the answer is just to sell toys. Yep. Here it yes. is. Yeah. Because Arnold Arnold can sell a toy better than he can sell dialogue. Turbo Man. Well, yeah, it's also the thing of uh, if you... You, you know, like, uh, if you're marketing, essentially, the, the people that watch it at that point are a little older. And if you are marketing for, like, teenagers enough, they'll come and see the movie, but they don't come as often. There are, aren't as many of them. But if you get kids, one kid, he's going to drag his whole family of, like, six there. They're going to buy popcorn. The, you know, they're going to want the T-shirts. They're going to want the shoes. They're going to, you know. Oh, I think I did have some Batman and Robin shoes. I'll See bet. what I mean? Oh, Velcro. So or Velcro. So Mr. Freeze steals a, a, a giant diamond mm-hmm. from the yep. yeah, museum. Um, and, oh, yeah, yeah. And he he is like just two things I have to point out that are consistent throughout the whole movie that need to be made aware of. The entire time he is spouting insufferable puns, absolutely wow. awful, and the wire work for every single person in every single fight is consistently abysmal like oh, they are so they're holding a wire and then being moved by obvious other wires somewhere else in a way that makes no sense mm-hmm. and it's it is the laziest wire work i have ever seen um Yo, I the fight teams are lazy like everything is lazy are lazy yeah yeah so all right yeah ba- uh freeze gets his diamond and what does he do with it rob I don't, puts I don't it up remember. his ass i think does he nope. just does he just yes. shove it in his little no, he, chest he, no he, he gets, gets in his little car. Oh, jeez. The car that looks like a five, cum shot, right? Yep. He drives, he drives five feet. Five feet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens, Tony. And then it opens up to reveal a rocket, like mm-hmm. you do. Oh, Like you through the God. ceiling. Guys, I'm sorry. There's been a lot that's happened between the time I watched this movie and the yeah. time we recorded. No, that's understandable. I, uh, but yeah. And also, yeah, I hit my head so hard against the wall yeah. that I kind of forgot this part. In wow. it fucking excusable he's just flying away on a rocket which his whole plan is to just jump out of yeah, yeah. No, he, he's trying only... to trap batman <laughs> yeah i i get yeah because not only does he do all this and then just jumps out of it later but he then lands to where he gets into essentially the same exact car that turned into a rocket he, he fired out of yeah. a minute ago all right so he's like Robin's clinging to the outside of the rocket. Batman's kind of fallen down into its innards. And, um, the, you know, Mr. Freeze is manning the controls and he's kind of caressing and grinding on him. And he's like, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> and then fucking, um, you know, Batman freezes. Uh, I mean, Mr. Freeze freezes Batman to the inside of the rocket. Um, and then she jumps out the side of it and he's just like, see you later, Batman. He's got his diamond. He's, he's got, got his wing, wings. wings. Little stupid wingalings that are letting him fly. Um, I, I, I think I had that somehow. toy also. So Mr. Fucking... Freeze with stupid wingalings. Mm-hmm. Which why isn't that more of a thing if you have that? Because damn. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he loses them in this scene. Like I think they're it actually destroyed like... from his suit. And I think it's more of a Buzz Lightyear scenario where he's not flying; he's falling <laughs> with style. He's just falling yeah. gracefully because yeah. there's no real propulsion. <laughs> but the um, our heroes. They uh, uh they plant their bat bomb to destroy the rocket because they don't want it crashing down into Gotham. Yeah. Right. And they have a unique solution for how they're going to escape this predicament. Oh, yeah. Surfing. Cool. Um, and by unique, you mean the most 
How many times well, did it happen in Power Rangers at this point? I don't think it happened in the Power Rangers. Definitely happened in the Power Rangers movie. The, the power, they at least had parachutes. Yeah. Um, Probably. Maybe. So, so Anyway. Uh, I can't say I like I'm trying to say it, but the I feel the bile in my stomach coming yeah. up. So somebody else. At this point, twelve minutes and nine seconds into the film, morale has reached zero. <laughs> um, <laughs> they yeah jump out the sides of this rocket on the rocket's hatches, which they are riding as little surfboards. It's uh, um, it's unconscionable. So Mr. Freeze grab the diamond out of his hand, and Robin surfs down the side of a building and yells. Cowabunga. Yep. Because the 90s. Ninja Turtles. I mean, yeah. I okay, listeners, if, if, <laughs> listeners, if you could see our faces right now and just the just the just the pallor that we're all wearing. Uh, I I cannot think of an age where I would have thought that to be acceptable. Like if yeah. it were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that gets a pass. It's one of those where you're sitting and watching and you roll your eyes and you're like, oh my God, this is so cheesy. But it's the Ninja Turtles and that's just what they do. Yeah. So you're like, okay, this is Batman. Yeah, that would be the thing that even if the Ninja Turtles did, I'd be like, that's a little lame, but whatever. But as for Batman, I'm like, no, just no. Um, But yeah, like, so... They get out of this. What's next? <laughs> yeah, so they same, use their, same thing over their and over back again. hooks, and Mr. Freeze uses his freeze gun so to, to break their falls through various bullshit. Yeah, Mr. And Freeze apart- Mr. Freeze breaks his fall by falling into a giant furnace? Yep. And putting out the flames somehow? I guess, With yeah. a cold gun. Yeah. Yep. Okay, because cold kills flame. We all know that. Cold it's kills like, fire. It's like Spider-Man's yeah. web shooters, where like, like they do all these things, but it's still like just the one web shooter. I mean, they, yeah. they've since have fixed that in, in, in new versions of, of, of Spider-Man, whatever, whatever, but... You know, it was, he, only, he only had this one way to shoot webs, but he can, like, do all the shit with it. Um, yeah, it's, it's all cold gun. You can do all the shit, it, even though it's just one cold gun. Yeah, so, how did you make a parachute by having it yeah, cut like, straight forward yeah. out of your wrist? But Whatever. whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, so they fucking embark on this slow motion chase scene because their suits are just so tight and immobile that they really can't move right. And, um... Yeah, you just see like intense close-ups of Arnold being chased by uh, Batman and Robin here, and then uh, he gets out of this scene by freezing Robin solid, and then um, telling <laughs> Batman, "You got eleven seconds to save him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, eleven minutes to save him, um, or you can chase me. What are you going to do?" And then um, he drives away on that same fucking car, like Tony pointed out, that the rocket emerged from. Um, so he gets away. And Batman has to thaw out Robin. Yeah. yeah. Um, what so... was Robin even trying to do? Like, jump, <sighs> jump from like yeah, 50 yards He thought yards he could away? get him. Yeah. So yeah. Batman throws Robin into a pool of something. Liquid. Liquid. And then shoots a laser at him. Oh, yep. And uh, he's fine. Yep. He's totally fine. He's a uh, goo. He's yeah. turned into goo. And again... I can't help but notice this is pretty much lifted from the Heart of Ice episode where his first encounter with Mr. Freeze, Batman is stopped because Mr. Freeze shoots one of his own henchmen, freezing his leg and saying, you could either help this guy or come after me. And Batman had to take a while to try and, you know, thaw this guy's leg out, whatever, just the leg, not the whole fucking person as a statue. Yeah. 
that he just shoved in a nearby pool and hit with a laser. All right, we cut now Stop. to the um, the jungles of somewhere in South America. Yeah, and there's this lab that's crossbreeding animals and plants, and we meet Uma Thurman as Doctor Frumpy McFrumperson. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. did when that mm-hmm. transition happened, was anyone else thinking in the beginning of Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Huh. <laughs> Pretty much, now. yeah, yeah. Gentlemen, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, created a giant turd. <laughs> so call him Bane. she sneaks into a meeting with her um, her science partner here, um, who has a meeting with the ununited nations. Oh, How is that even just... a thing? Uh. <laughs> you are. <laughs> By the very nature of forming that alliance, you have united. Uh, <laughs> the name is just, uh, yeah. All right. it, it's a cartoon. Yep. But, not a good one, is, but it's a cartoon. Yes, but not it's now, yeah, it's not Transformers Prime, it's Transformers Original, where we're talking about Carbomia. This is not yeah. okay. <laughs> Carbomia. Uh, so the, um... This Diego Antonio guy or whatever, or Antonio Diego, I forget his name. You see this this man um, get uh, adorned in a luchador costume and then strapped into a table and injected with venom serum. He's and a he little skinny up. guy. It's like yeah. uh, a we big can't, old chastity we don't, belt. Yep. Like we don't have any luchador mask around, but I've got this gimp mask. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And bloats up into Bane. So automatic five point deduction for a super soldier plot line. Um, well, not so, only that, it's like it's they didn't even turn him into a super soldier. They just turn him into a dude that like does arm day, but otherwise is kind of just fat. Yeah. Like what? what so how does how does the serum just create it's, it's just pockets of fat? I, I mean, I I just assumed he was bl- like he just had a balloon, you know, a series of bladders in there was blowing up. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. So, Doctor Bad also, Guy, go ahead. <laughs> So they also mentioned that he was like the smartest serial killer mm-hmm. in the thing. But right? we're going to make him stupid. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No longer. Okay. Just... Yeah. And now, for, I, I for don't that know. Matter, sorry, but uh, Pamela Isley here is uh-huh. like, I don't really know what my boss is doing with this chemical. I hope it's nothing nefarious with this extra chemical I'm making called Venom. Mm-hmm. Like, What good could he possibly be doing with that? So. Um, yeah, Dr. Bad Guy over here notices uh, Dr. Isley in his lab and takes her back to her plant lab. And the acting in the scene is, oh, uh, and then he you know uh, basically, what? You, you, you know why? Because this whole scene is fucking ridiculous. And neither yeah. one of them, both of them who can like, who, who can, who can act, you know, relatively well, yep. you know, both of them are like, let's not even fucking bother. I'm not going to try. Yeah. You're not going to try. Let's get through this. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to only point out the scenes where the acting is particularly painful, but it's it's everyone. I have. That's all of them. It's hard. I I will. I will disagree a little here because I think these two are the ones actually trying. They just know this is like hot garbage. So let's just chew the scenery as much as possible and have a ball with it. Mm -hmm. So basically the, 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 um, the doctor dude is like, like, yo, like, I'm about to about to cash in on this stuff with with your research. Together, we can like do do so much good together. Let's fuck. And she was like, yeah. nah. And he was like, all right, well, since you like rejected me, I'm gonna kill you because that's what happens. So, yep. <laughs> so that's he, what was happening fucking, in Hollywood at the time. He fucking kills her. Like he fucking mm-hmm. he, he throws all all his toxins and venoms and poisons on top of her with her plants. So he's, he has to say it when he's doing it. Cause, yep. cause it's so, it's so hammy and campy. 
Yep. And somehow the ground opens up and swallows her. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I love that he's just cool with like this sinkhole that just takes her in. Like, yeah, it's part of my lab now. Whatever. Feed me, Seymour. Oh, in the middle of a sales pitch to the United Nations. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. I got to deal with. So uh, we come back to the Batcave for some exposition on uh, Mr. Freeze, McGregor Syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and we see that uh, Alfred is also down with the sickness, but he's hiding it. Um, <laughs> you yeah. mothers get up. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Chris O'Donnell and George Clooney have another argument, and they're both phoning it in. And um, there's a conversation with Alfred and Bruce about trusting Robin, and Bruce has a family flashback to Alfred. Dude, and what these flashbacks are so stupid. Like. Yep. What, there's no point to them. They lead nowhere. They don't add anything to anything. Mm-hmm. It's just Bruce. Oh, oh! All of a sudden, he sees. Oh, it's me as a little kid, and I, I, I f- f- just fall on my <laughs> ass in the middle of the hallway. Mm-hmm. It, it's just there. So later on, when he gets accused of you know having Alfred be like a slave to him, he can be like, yeah, no, he's really like family, and you'll believe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So now we got to check up on our villains. Uh, back at the evil jungle lab, uh, you see poison ivy like birth Venus style pops out of the ground and um, fucking Dr. Evil here is like, oh, I got to hit that. And she's like, I got aloe for blood. I got chlorophyll for screen for skin. And um, I got poison for lips, kisses them and kills them. Now, mind Just- you, she's she's doing the same acting that in Parks and Rec April did when she was playing Janet Snakehole. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> it's bad. Uh, is this when she uh, is that the um damn it, sorry, if I might cut out for a second. Is she is this when they're at the observatory? No. Nope. Okay. This is still in yeah, uh, still Cuba way, or wherever. Uh, Brazil? Yeah. yeah. Brazil. Okay. Proceed. Yep. All right. So Which also, poison I go ahead. Sorry, I just I love I, I hope I'm not jumping ahead of you here, but I, I love her thing of like, you know, I'm finally gonna set the plants free by burning down my building with all the plants in it. Yep. Yeah, you know. Some people just want to see the world burn. Um, has Poison Ivy ever been green in any of her incarnations? Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. yeah, if you have chlorophyll in your skin, you're green. Like, that's that's just how it goes. More like uh, chlorophyll. The animated series uh, changed it to green in the, the last version of it, I think. Yep. Yeah. All right. And I like that Bane is just immediately like, all right, you know, you're cool. I'm with you. Oh, yeah. And- Not only that. But he's when we cut back to Bane, he's still in the same position we last saw him when the United or Ununited Nations was there. So he mm-hmm. hasn't moved in like a couple days or something. Like what? Yes, so even though they're yeah. talking about shipping him to some, yeah. pl- I don't, I don't know. Ugh. Oh my god! Then so fucking bad. cut to Mister Freeze's lair and the goddamn Snow Miser song. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh That's boy! The best part of the movie. What yeah. is and this then, scene I, I for? I, I love that. Yeah. Um, and then we meet his like snowy, like a uh, sexy girl. I believe that's Vivica Fox. Fox. Yeah, yep. I, as, I as Miss Behaven. And um, how is she temperature resistant? How is she around in negligee and not cold? She's real hot, so she's yeah, okay. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Naturally hot. That one. <laughs> okay. Also, and- Arnold brought in his uh, brought in and painted his own cigars just so he could smoke here. This yep. is what this is 97? Yeah. 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 Okay, this is a year after Independence Day. <sighs> Vivica. Yep. My dear. Come on. I mean, she got a paycheck out of it. 
what are you and doing? Cut out quick. Like, and this is I, I, as far as I know, this is all you ever see of her. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. You don't see her again. I just, yeah. I, I don't. I yeah. well, yeah, because because uh, God forbid we see her ass. No, we yes. can see Clooney's ass and Chris O'Donnell's ass, but no, Michael no, Goes' no. ass. Yeah, yeah. Michael Goes' uh, ass. Right. I mean, I'm not, so, Alfred. Alfred's that. hanging brain in one of those scenes. Yes. I forgot. And but no, we're not. We're not seeing Vivica's butt. All right. So you you see, he calls a goon over literally just to spout exposition at him and takes him into the secret freezer to see his wife frozen in a tank. And then he's like, now get out of here. I need to be alone because he's done spouting exposition. I was like, yeah, real good movie. Um, And they couldn't even keep Vivica Vivica A. Fox there to be the one he's spouting to. We had to tell her to leave to get somebody else there just to do that. Oh, uh, you mean yeah. Frosty? The only thing that this scene yes. maybe effectively shows is that he's resistant to the feminine wiles of women because he's devoted yeah. to his wife. Because he's got a heart of ice. No, no yeah. I get, I totally get the a reasoning for having a scene yeah. where he's going over to his wife and checking on her, but we don't need the weird, hey, dude, come here. Just yeah. in case you weren't aware oh, hell of no, you don't. working with me for the past year and a half, but this is my wife and, yeah, you know. Blah, blah, he blah. was he was he was a new guy that's all so um we now cut to wayne manor and alicia silverstone showing up and you're like god damn it so you meet barbara gordon uh not barbara gordon i want to call her barbara gordon um, right. it's barbara know, pennyworth i barbara guess pennyworth. yeah and robin's immediately like oh god i don't want to hit that and then um fair enough yeah <laughs> i'm from london don't blame uh, yeah, and you're just like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Never have been. Never have been. Then, so what is the, so Alfred's her uncle. Yes. Who, yes. So Alfred, this uh, 97-year-old man, <laughs> has a presumably, what, 40-year younger sibling? Well, in that old-ass photo, she looked like she was from the 20s. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, so, so it is possible that he could be the uncle of her mother. Oh yeah, uh, that's so, it. Like, yes. Like, no, Will, 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 you're 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 from down south too and stuff like that. You know, you 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 your aunt's aunt, you know, whatever. Well, your mom's I get aunt, that. Aunt, like, yeah. So I get that because I have a, I have a great my... aunt that we just called aunt. Yeah, yeah exactly. I get that. Uh, that's but how it's, that's how we are too. But if if you're making a movie, it's stupid. It's stupid well, anyway. It's stupid. Then, to have like, stupid literally, later. literally everything's stupid. Like. When yeah, they right. show when they show Mister Freeze's origin story, there's not even a fucking guardrail behind him, and he falls <laughs> in, and he falls into this vat. It's like that's stupid. Well, I mean, uh, it, it's been it's been said before, you know, in other places that the the, the 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 fix of Gotham is OSHA. That's all. Yeah, yeah. That, that really it is. Yeah. yeah, there's just too many open vats. Yeah, but so, there's cameras everywhere. But again, <laughs> not not to try and be mean. But I do have a bit of a problem when you're trying to tell me how he's, you know, this brilliant cryogenicist and he's a giant man who can't say the word cryogenicist mm-hmm. in English. Yeah. At and least like, it, it was a former Olympic decathlete. So. And a Nobel yeah. Prize winner. Yep. And uh, Rob, you might have mentioned this already, but when it's showing like the home movies of him and his wife, mm-hmm. like. Who's videotaping those? (laughs) I I like they took the time to do that close up on him coming out and being all distraught. (laughs) Or him like putting that necklace on her. Like, yeah, it was like on a balcony. Who's 
<laughs> no, it was like in a. It was like a, there's a two way mirror with a camera behind the mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the well, same person all... that took that picture of Bane and Poison Ivy get, immediately getting off the plane. Yeah, no, <laughs> where it was... it's like you're clearly like standing right in front of them. Well, we've, already discussed, we've already discussed this. It was Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. So anyway. These two human beings also did the Sonic the Hedgehog wearing a trench coat shtick. Mm-hmm. Yo, so, we got a lot of movies to, to, to go yeah. through still. We, go, we cut now to um, Barbara tucks Alfred in. Then she sneaks oh, out yeah. of the house and steals a motorcycle. Then we wait, cut to Goth. How? How? Wait, wait. If I what? can't just... Ryan, I mean, in the last movie, like... Jim Carrey just yeah. friggin' walks into the Batcave. Yeah. And it says intruder <laughs> alert and turns all the lights on for At him. The best of he time also, Alfred he also is drives the, He also shit. drives up to the gate with his little beret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least at least this time around, Alfred has recorded a message to yep. greet the person breaking in. Yeah, but, his um, Max Hedrum message. <laughs> I also uh, want to bring up when she first shows up, uh, there's some uh, discussion of her staying there or whatever, and she's like, oh, I couldn't possibly, but I will. And then yep. uh, Alfred's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And Bruce is like, no, no, this is definitely a good idea. And Alfred gives him a look like, you're both trying to bang her, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> this is not cool. So, oh, um, my. We cut to the Gotham Observatory, and we see that Bruce is donating his new fancy-schmancy telescope, uh, which Rita Skeeter um, promptly asks him how it works. (laughs) And then she's like, I don't care. Let's talk about your sex life. I notice you're dating Elle McPherson. Also, this... This chick is in Batman Forever as well. Yeah, this is actually, well, I I don't know if she was at the time or not, but the the woman that plays her is actually Bob Kane's wife. Mm. Uh, gross. Uh, Yeah. But also in the scene, sorry to bring up every little scene, but I think it's hilarious. Um, The scene before they go to the telescope place. um, Yep. Uh, Poison Ivy makes a point of putting on a blonde wig, Mm -hmm. but then in the very next scene, she's not wearing it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Oh, oh, also in this scene. Sorry. (laughs) I gotta. I I gotta. This is a quote. One of the scientists says, again, I'm quoting here, from here you'll be able to see the sky from anywhere on Earth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean... What the fuck? Does you know, any if you're, of that if you're so, underground, so so that it actually, that actually makes sense because how uh, how you you because we're on this side of the planet, we can't see the night sky for for like Australia because we yeah. where we are now. You so wouldn't like, be able to see the stars on that side of the skyline. Yeah. So this array lets them see. Oh, lets, I see it makes, what it, you're saying. Yeah, it takes he their didn't vision word like, it very offer. well. Yeah, he yeah. definitely could have worded it better. Yeah, I think we actually like, do, we're actually working on a current satellite telescope yeah. array right now that does that. Okay, yeah, I was just, Freeze. My, I guess it's because the rest of the movie was so incredibly stupid. But I'm like, first of all, you can already see the sky from anywhere, and se- secondly, from here you can see it anywhere on Earth. No, you can only see it from here if it's here. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, all right. All right, okay. so fucking Bruce Wayne then has a run-in with Dr. Isaacs, you know, Poison Ivy in her human form. She gives him a proposal about, like, all right, I got an idea. How about you let everyone die mm-hmm. and um, the plants retake the Earth? It's called the Green New Deal. Yeah, Yo, her plan like, was so dope until until she said that. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was on the moral high ground for, like, a second and then just fell right off of it. Then fucking... Um, He's like, I don't think I'm going to do that. He's like, I think I'm going to go auction off this giant ass diamond. Um, so you could come by for that. And he gives her an inv- invitation. Um, and now we cut to Mr. Freeze watching his wedding video. 
Um, and he uh, finds out from one of his goons about the auction um, at this rainforest ball. So now the trap is set. So they're like, we're going to put this diamond, Mr. Freeze. He loves his ices. He's going to come and, uh, you know, take the diamond. And um, call it? then we'll, Robin and Batman, who will just it be standing there in plain sight, will uh, take care of him. Good plan. Great plan. Um, yeah, why were they there in full costume? Like, they should have been Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. Didn't you see the, well, the invitation? Yeah. That was what? Just, at one, right. <laughs> it was just all, all right. black with, like, two lines on it. Ball. Special guests, Batman and Robin. That is the thing. They they are essentially celebrities at this point, so it's a big get for them to come there, I guess, is the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, okay. what at one point, the, uh, the 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 MC, she's like, "We got these diamonds straight from from Bruce Wayne," and she motions to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're straight up just auctioning people at this ball. All right, like you do, you know. Eh. Um and uh what's that? People do that. Mm-hmm. And then um some yetis show up <laughs> and a missing link. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Poison Ivy does a little strip tease out of the Yeti costume to reveal herself. Um puts the charm spell. I want to know who approved the the theme of this fucking ball. Yeah. The the, yeah. the dancers Schumacher. and the colors Problematic. and all mm-hmm. I mean holy Joel shit. Schumacher. Mm-hmm. How, how can we offend people that we've, we've never seen before? Let's just put it in a... In a <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I think he was like, I I remember we insulted a few people in the last movie with that whole carnival circus theme we had going on. Let's amp that up. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, pissed off midgets in the last one, so let's piss off people from South America. So, um, a bidding war erupts over poison ivy which uh batman uh will win by pulling out the bat credit card son of at a this bitch. point morale is at negative 50 percent well is, is past negative 50 percent i am a hundred percent worse from where i've started um and uh the the fight the bidding war is broken up by mr freeze showing up to steal the diamond and uh in this fight where he's um, you know, trying to get the diamond. There's these fucking cartoon slip sounds for no reason. No, if, uh, <laughs> the whole in the like, rest of the movie, they pop up the whole rest of the movie. Oh yeah. yeah, it's throughout the whole thing. What the fuck? And I know he's trying to make a cartoon, but like seriously, what what does that add? And then so what? Right. No, I'm sorry. Do you, you could elaborate on that? What? What, what I don't get for the scene is uh, poison ivy. She Why? she she blows this pheromone out. They get everyone in the room to like to be enraptured by her and all, all that kind of bullshit. And uh, she hits Batman and Robin with them, and they're both all about her and stuff like that. But Batman kind of shakes it off, and they never explain how he does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, never I mean, the whole movie, not once. Because he's yeah. not into dudes or uh, ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at one point, Mister Freeze grabs a vine, just holds onto it, and physically jumps from where he is to the stage where the diamonds are. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's great. It's great. You're like, all right. That's how you swing on vines? Okay. And he just grabs the diamond from Poison Ivy, um, and he's immune to her charms um, because he's too cold-blooded. And, he also uh, has a helmet on. I mean, that's gotta yep. be... And, uh, whatchamacallit, he uh, you know, gets in his car and drives off, and Batman and Robin give chase. And fuck this chase down the statue's hand. Ugh! Just, it's yeah. fucking... Ugh. He disables the Robin cycle for, like, no reason. Batman uh, does. 
Yeah, because he believes that Robin can't make the jump. And then he makes the jump in the fucking Batmobile, which Mr. Freeze ices the Batmobile in midair. So he's like, all right, well, that takes care of that problem, I guess. Not noticing that Batman ejects and just beats Freeze somehow. And... Which is easy because he doesn't have a canopy on his car. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, takes him to Arkham, I guess, and then goes home to bicker more with Robin. Um, also... Prior to this chase scene, I believe this is where uh, he freezes a bunch of people. And before Batman runs out, he's just like, Commissioner, you have 11 minutes to unfreeze these people. At which point I'm like, fucking Pat Hingle has to save all these people with nothing. Yeah. (laughs) They are dead. He's just like, I'll start rubbing up on them. (laughs) (laughs) I created a surprising amount of friction with my thighs. I'm just picturing a little while later when Batman returns and Pat Hingle's next to one of the guys with his tongue stuck to him like, I tried my best! (laughs) I did! (laughs) Better get to grinding. (laughs) Um, fuck. So, um, we see Alfred is making a message to his brother, uh, and then Barbara's like, alright, I'm gonna sneak out again, but Robin's on to her. And she gives him a uh, throw to the ground that's very reminiscent of a William Shatner-style move. And then that scene ends, and then you go to Arkham, and uh, turns out Mr. Freeze has to stay in his cell now, because he has to be under his cold beam, or otherwise he heats up and he's too weak. So um, now we meet uh, Poison Ivy and uh, Bane, who are in Gotham, um, break into a Turkish bath, and it's just labeled Turkish bath. Turkish bath, yep. All right, remember the Blacklight Bandits from last movie? Now we amped them up by 10. Dude, it's <laughs> characters from Coco. What the hell is this? Yeah, it's the Joker gang. It's not. It's like they look You're cool, not. but they have no place <laughs> where they are. Like, I would accept those Blacklight Bandits in, like, maybe some other film, but I just don't get it here. And well, then... I will give them more of a pass than in the last one where they were, like, trying to hide in a dark alley, but where glowing... Yeah. Because at least here, they're just in, like, a base. Mm-hmm. So I give True. them a little bit of a pass. Um, and then Bane defeats them with more stupid cartoon sound effects. By they all attach chains to him, and he throws them all out of the room. They're freaking My Pet Monster chains. What the hell yep. is going on? <laughs> and then at, at 58.14 in the movie, morale has dropped to negative 100%. 150 <laughs> points below where uh, it was at the beginning. Man, Slytherin's going to win the House Cup at this rate. Yeah, Yeah. you did better than me. I'll I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) So, and mind you, these are, I'm only awarding these points when I cannot take it anymore. Yeah. Like, if I I can make it through the scene without it getting to me, I'm okay. All right, so Poison Ivy, um, she, like, plants a garden in her new lair, and she's like, I'm going to go make an alliance with Mr. Freeze. But instead, we cut to Wayne Manor and uh, Bruce and uh, his girlfriend having dinner. And she's like, Bruce, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And he's like, I want to superimpose poison ivy over you and fantasize <laughs> about her. Um, and then she's like, all right, I'm going to leave this film. Um, and he's like, all right, bye, Ivy. And she's like, you just called me Ivy. And he's like, oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And um, Robin, uh, just to touch on all the other tropes that are, you know, usually show up in these um robin is enhancing a photo of poison ivy um i will say the the pixelation doesn't seem to get any better when he enhances it it does just look like they blow up the picture well well, well, (laughs) to be fair that's because that's the only effects budget they had 
Yep. All right. But his imminent J.O. session is interrupted by Barbara stealing another bike. Um, so he's like, I'm going to follow her this time. I'm going to go to the bike rally that's being attended by like the clockwork orange droogs and the <laughs> yep. guys and Coolio. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Master Blaster was there. Master Blaster. <laughs> Seriously, mean, there was like a little kid in like a gimp outfit yeah. on, a, on a leash. What the Tony, hell? <laughs> Tony, at this point, had uh, Batman Beyond come out yet? Uh, I believe it had. I, I, it was somewhere around here. I'm not sure if it was... Because some of the the, the, the the people there look like some of the characters from Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah. It certainly has that style. No. Oh, no. That was 1999. No. 99. Okay. So, um... But it fits in Batman Beyond, because that's the whole world that they're in. Yeah, but not all at once. Like, not all of these people would not be hanging out together. Well, that too, yeah. And if you're going with it's a kid's movie as your reasoning for doing a lot of things, why the hell are the droogs from A Clockwork Orange in there? Like that, like putting that symbolism in there, like it's, you know, that's only there for a second, but like, I wouldn't want to put that idea in the kid's heads. It looks like somebody threw a Halloween party in a world where only five movies exist. Yep. Well, it also looks like they're about to, you know, we're about to have the warriors bust out here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For real. The baseball theories. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is tantamount to when they uh, made a joke about, I think it was Pink Flamingos in a Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Like, mm-hmm. th- those two things should never cross paths. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> so, we basically, we, we, we determined that the Kabuki guys are, are evil and they're going to cheat. So, we get a um, a bike race. And you know what? For this movie, this bike race scene starts out not that bad and is actually a tame scene that I am somewhat interested in seeing how it develops for this movie. And then the bad guy, the bad guy um, has his goons throw casks of what I could only describe as bale fire, (laughs) 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 which caused Barbara. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It causes Barbara and Robin to slide off of their bikes and slide off the edge of the bridge and get in a position where Robin's holding Barbara and he's holding on to one piece of steel rebar with his foot. And they just somehow get out of that and come back to the uh, garage. And um, you find out that uh, Barbara thinks that Alfred is being kept in servitude. And she tells (laughs) Robin that uh, Alfred's sick. And then Bruce shows up. It's like, no, he's dying. He's not sick. He loves making sandwiches. (laughs) He's he's totally sick, dude. So now we cut to Arkham for some more bullshit. (laughs) Um, So Mr. Freeze is being visited by Poison Ivy, and she kills the guards with her kisses. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Bane breaks into the movie uh, prop room um, where, of course, there's a Riddler and Two-Face costume um, and probably some other references in there well, that I didn't get. Probably not, because actually from what I read, originally this was supposed to be a scene where they run through the halls of Arkham yep. and they were hoping to get, you know, like other references, either get mm-hmm. other people back as some of the villains or get other people to potentially play, you know, like a Mad Hatter or something. Mm-hmm. But I guess budget ran out spent too much money on glow paint so we we just took old costumes and hung them up so bane goes on a supermarket sweepstakes kind of rampage through the uh through arkham with a shopping cart and he um gets to their cell and which they break through the wall by freezing the pipes and then here's some some bullshit Mm -hmm. like um he flat out says i don't have enough energy and enough 
fuel in, in my in my suit. You know, I need to go go get my diamonds. But he had enough to fucking to fucking freeze the pipes through a fucking water yeah. fountain so far into the wall that the wall explodes. It makes no fucking sense. Like I'm so confused. Yeah. Everything's just they, fucking confusing. They just jump. Like they just jump out through this like hundreds of foot fall. They're fine. Whatever. Yeah, like, how the fuck do they fucking live? Yeah. Um Batman and Robin Lerner freezes escape and uh you know, they go to Freeze's lair, and at Freeze's lair, um, they're looking at the photo of Poison Ivy and Bane getting off the plane. And then um, they find out about Freeze's wife and that he's cured the early stages of McGregor syndrome. Um, but then shit gets uh, south pretty quick when I- Poison Ivy shows up and uh, starts throwing her seductive spores all over the place. <laughs> uh, That's what I call it, too. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it uh Mr. Freeze just walks over to a switch, which turns on the freezing generator, which immediately incapacitates all of the cops. Yep. Like they're just like my lungs. Oh. Um, and he turned the air conditioning on. We're screwed. Now we get a fight of Bane and Poison Ivy versus Batman and Robin. Just more just shitty it choreography, mm-hmm. shitty, just just uh, lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Poison Ivy's playing Batman and Robin against each other. Uh, Commissioner Gordon, this actually earns five points. He does, he runs over and turns the switch off that is activating the freezer and um, actually saves some of the cops' lives. Yep. Like, go Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, it's the most he's done in five, uh, four movies. <laughs> so Batman and Robin uh, start physically fighting over Poison Ivy, which immediately results with Robin getting creamed in some pistachio. And uh, or, more or ways than chip? one. Yep. I mean. I thought it was mint chip. Oh, it could have been mint chip. Uh, Definitely gets, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. he probably got creamed a couple of times. So Robin's like, I'm going solo. Um, And Poison Ivy's like, I'm murdering Freeze's wife just to be a bitch. Um, Back at the Turkish bath, she's like, oh, Batman killed your wife. (laughs) And he's like, all right, I'm going to get my big ass laser. You get all these diamonds. And first we're going to freeze Gotham, then the world. Um, Go ahead. I, uh. I appreciate the they've been putting wedges between Batman and Robin, like mm-hmm. been hitting throughout throughout the whole movie, or whatever. And I appreciate them using like this to be a, a a bigger you know wedge between them. But like literally, Dick doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, he lives in the house. Mm. Everything's in the house still. Like he just it. Yeah. It's, he's like that kid that, that having a tantrum. Like, I'm going to my room, and like that's that's it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate you, and I never want to talk to you again. I'll be around for dinner later. Yeah, he still comes down to the table. Yeah, like they had the opportunity here to use to use that to like push a, a Nightwing. You know, maybe they were setting up for another movie for Nightwing or whatever. But like, yeah, that is what to they were kind of push for that a little, a little harder, and they just kind of like uh-huh. let it fall flat to the point where like, uh, uh, even with Poison Ivy using her feminine ways, you know, hormones shit like that, like they still don't explain why Batman just doesn't work. It don't work on him. They haven't explained mm-hmm. it yet. But- uh, as we r- realized in the Batman Forever episode, Chris O'Donnell's like 30 years old. Yeah. So, um, should we call it? Now, uh, she's, Poison Ivy's like, all right, check it out. I got these mutant plants. Um, we'll let them take over the world, right? And he's like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Adam and Evil, I guess. And uh, now, uh, oh, yeah, okay. So this is when back at the Bat, I mean, at um, Wayne Manor, Bruce and Dick have another fight. Bruce, like, storms off, and um, this is when uh, Alfred, who's 
you know, Barbara's talking to gives her some sort of quest, but I honestly couldn't hear anything he said. Um, so. I think he said um, he's been trying to find his brother. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so he was like, you got to finish this for me and give him this, give him this, this packet here. Um, it's, it's for family, you know, so something for him and only him don't open it. He says, don't you open it. Like yep. his... <laughs> yes, I, I thought he Please said, uh, "Master Bruce loves mayonnaise on his turkey sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's no, probably I, true. Like, I believe. Yes. I believe what he really says is, "There is another," <laughs> <laughs> and then he just disappears. Yeah. Yep. So, but he's got to come back and sweep his own dust up. Yes. <laughs> so we cut to the dedication of the um the observatory with the telescope and uh poison ivy has a tragic um encounter with um commissioner gordon um hitting him with the seduce spell gets the keys she's gonna kill him and she's like ah you're too old to kiss and he's like oh no i'm not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then bane just fucking steals the bat signal just because and um then uh, we cut back to Barbara hacking in on Alfred's little secret disc. All right. Yep. All friggin' right. So yep. <laughs> let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. So first of all, yeah. So first of all, she's breaking into this CD that he gave her in confidence and asked her to find his long lost brother. Yep. Um, she, she has elite hacksaw skills. Yeah. yeah she sure does. <laughs> she, tries, she tries password. Mm-hmm. She tries Bruce and Wayne. <laughs> um but no turns out too many letters um how many attempts would you get at this shit <laughs> should have been locked out he has the worst like yeah. so yeah. I, literally after one it's for something in the batman universe for one wrong password it should have just er- locked well, her out and erased all the data yes yeah, well let's face it Hold on, let's face it. There's only one reason that didn't happen, and that's because Alfred wanted this to happen this way, and his ghost is hanging over her shoulder right now going, God damn, are you really still trying this? Like, I made it so obvious. It's like when old people uh, duct tape the or put a sticky note with their password, like, on the computer monitor. Yeah. These movies have a horrible precedent, also, of... Um, having just terrible cybersecurity for all of Batman's stuff. Mind you, in more than one movie, somebody has just pointed a little device that probably just shot out a simple radio signal and unlocked the Batmobile or got in the Batcave or something. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah. at the same time, uh, she's like, so wait, who was Margaret? Is that her mom? Like, I don't... Yeah. That's her mom. Or we're uh, sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Pretty sure it looks like it was taken in the roaring twenties. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, she could have, have old parents. I have old parents, so she's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, password Margaret. Access denied. Oh, must be her nickname, Peg." Mm-hmm. Now, I, I just want to point out the way Alfred talked about uh, Peg. Right? It yeah. sounded like he was pegging Peg. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and I'm like, didn't she say that was like is. Like, if you're her uncle, does that, 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 that mean you're her sister? Like, what? I'm so confused. Mm-hmm, you know, it could be a little, uh, might just be a close family friend that right gets, might just be a close family friend that she calls Uncle Alfred, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think, I maybe. think that is the case, but, you know, it could also be, you know, like maybe that was his sister in law, you know? Listen, if you can't keep it in the pants, <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah. that's why that's why he was um, exiled to be a butler in America. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He was stripped of his. Uh, Alfred, <laughs> quit having sex with your sister. Stripped of his day, lands and rank. One day he came home and she was stuck halfway in the dryer for some reason, and mm. you know things happened. <laughs> okay, oh my goodness! What? <laughs> Like she's a sock or something? What are you talking about? <laughs> Seriously? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Tony, I, I know what you mean, Tony. Bunch of, bunch of right. weird. Anyway, so, so she hacks into the Batcave. Yep. She learns Batman's identity because she guessed Peg. Because a random letter generator <laughs> would have mm-hmm. taken a whole, oh, I don't know, two seconds to come up with Peg? Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, what you would call it? Um. She, as she's heading down to the Batcave, um, Freeze and Bane, they take over the observatory, start setting up some bombs, which every single one of them involves Mr. Fr- um, Bane walking over to the spot where he puts the bomb and going, bomb, bomb. Yeah. They're all like so, four feet apart, too. That's yeah. <laughs> and they're all icicles just because. So Barbara enters. I, the I ba- think we've all worked with that guy, though, right? Yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> um. Barbara enters the uh, the Batcave and gets hit with a stupid-ass laser light show, and um, then encounters Max Alfred Hedgeroom. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a dated reference in 1997. Yeah. Um, oh, so bad. And he's like, but I made you a suit, so she's like, suit me up, Alfred, and you get now an Alicia Silverstone butt and a Batgirl boobs without nipples. He's like, I know your measurements. Yeah. I made you. Don't ask how. By the way, you smell different when you're awake. What? (laughs) Did did her costume have nipples and then have them them removed? Like, like, were you able to find that? Uh, I didn't find definitive proof, but I don't believe they ever had nipples. Because girls, it's not okay. Yeah. You know, they don't have nipples. Yeah. So um, now Robin goes to Poison Ivy's lair. And immediately falls for her charms and jumps in whatever that flytrap looking plant is with her. And she gives him a kiss and she's like, well, you're dead now. And he's like, well, I got rubber lips. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, he's got sure. I, sure. I, you do. I would have preferred if um, like because Bruce had mentioned before how they had all the dead bodies, you know, had this, this poison in yep. them or whatever, whatever. If he had just made an antidote. Yeah. And like, they went in and, and she kisses him. He's like, and he pulls out the, uh, uh, we, we, we figured you out. I gave myself a, the, 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 the antidote already. Like, or some, or some like, shit like that. You know what I mean? Or like a lip balm <laughs> or something, you know? Like, yeah. Cause you could see his lips were like weirdly glossy. Yeah. What if there had been like a funny cut where like she kisses what him? If- and he's got he's got those wax lip candies, candy, yeah. and he's like wax lips. <laughs> what what if she slipped them the tub? Like you know, it was a, uh, either way. All right. So also, Batman, wait, just a, a weird thought. Do you think there's any chance that the Batgirl suit that Alfred made was originally intended for him? <laughs> for Alfred, just changed it at the last moment. Yeah. Didn't he say he like had her measurement? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he, he made it for her awfully fast. That's all I'm saying. Yep. All right, so fucking Robin's like rubber lips. I'm immune, haha. So she just pushes him into the water. Batman's like, I'm here too, and he just gets grabbed <laughs> by vines, and like they're both incapacitated. So Batgirl crashes in, and right. the combination of acting and fighting plunges my morale 
at 142.14 to negative 150%. I am now 200% lower than where I started. So, Joe, <laughs> yep. did you notice the part where, where Robin's in the water and he tries uh-huh. to get out of the water and they reverse the film to have him go back under the water? I did not. It, it happens real quick. Yep. It looks like he's, 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 he's pulling his head out of the water. Yep. And then I guess a vine pulls him back under. Yep. But is it like like showing that they they, they, they play it backwards <laughs> and his head like all the water goes back like the water all moves awkwardly because it's backwards. Yeah. He's back under the water. Then it's later on, it's on it's on YouTube. Batman and Robin reverse edit. Okay, so it's it, okay because later it's the the same for, forward footage is him getting out of the water. Okay. <laughs> yep. So, fucking um. Batgirl yeah. kicks her into the um, the Venus flytrap. She yells curses, and the trap closes on her. And I guess that takes care of Poison Ivy. Sure. Uh, yep. Sure. Now we just have to deal with Mr. Freeze and Bane. And, um, of course, Mr. Freeze now is like, let's kick some ice. And he starts mm-hmm. shooting ice all around Gotham City. And these ice effects. Fucking rubber floppy icicles. No, they're great. Just it's awful. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the worst. So that we have the um the freeze mobile is squaring off against the bat ice sled and the bat hovercraft, and then poor freaking um, Batgirl is riding on a bat cycle, which is just gonna fall over. <laughs> now that I felt like I missed something, so I rewound uh, it. Um, they don't really show them getting that ice gear, right? No, no. They, they, the they, new they, costumes. Never sure. yeah. yeah, it just cuts, and they're wearing they're all wearing that riding. Yeah. New, it's a toy yeah, commercial. Yeah. They well, he was their... hoping to having another shot where he could show off their asses, but the studio said no. Right, so rated R. He just uses a shield to deflect the freeze beam back at freezing the freeze mobile. So for some reason, the shield does not get frozen. I don't know. I don't understand how the the physics of that beam work. Either way, they begin their ascent of the observatory. It's abandoned. They're like, all right, let's just get the sun from the Congo. And we'll bring it over here and, um, you know, we'll uh, we just need to clean off these mirrors on the end of the telescope while Batman aligns it. And then Mr. Freeze jumps in and, um, you know, he makes the telescope crash down so that um, Robin and Barbara fall off the edge and, you know, have to go uh, use their grappling hooks to save themselves. And of course, Robin's doesn't do it. So, you know, Barbara has to save him. And then. Freeze and Batman are fighting, and Barbara and Robin are fighting Bane. And it's, you know, the standard shitty, lazy fight choreography that we've seen for the rest of the movie. I mean, but it's everybody's favorite scene from the comics where Robin and Batgirl are fighting Bane. Yeah. Of course. The infamous showdown between Bane and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I care about. Right. So, um... However, had this gone in the way of death in the family, I would have been totally on board with it. (laughs) Isn't that Joker beating him with a crowbar? That is Joker, but like I'll (laughs) let Bane beat the the shit out of them with a crowbar. That's cool. (laughs) So they hit Bane's like tube for his chemicals and he goes down. Uh, Don't you mean they kick lightly at Bane's face and the tube just flies out? Yep. And he falls into a pool of the liquid that's already there. Um, And then... Batman hits Mr. Freeze with a big old mirror and the sun comes and it's saving the day. And then fucking Bane um, is like, nope, I'm going to set off some bombs and uh, blow the telescope up so it falls out of the observatory. So Batman has to save the scientists on the telescope and do the same tired, like, grappling hook cliches. 
And then he, he lit, goes back up to the top of the observatory, this time carrying Robin and Batgirl. And um, uh, Robin is like, I'll hack this computer. And Barbara's like, no, I'm better at hacking computers. And they use the satellites to use the sun to unfreeze the city. She says, sweet pig. Where did you learn those skills? Yeah. You, you were kicked out of school. <laughs> so she was kicked out for her elite hacking skills. Yeah. And um Alf, uh what you call it, Batman at this time talks to Mr. Freeze and he's like, Yo, poison ivy killed your wife, not not me. Um your wife's still fine. You can still work on her cure in Arkham. Just give me the the damn cure for stage one McGregor syndrome. Yeah. So, so rather I, than just do it. Go ahead, Rob. No, I'm just so rather than killing his wife, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy did put like a nasty post-it note on her well, tank. She, she tried to kill her, but they were there. So they were just like, oh, if we just yeah. plug this back in, she's fine. Also, using yeah. the sun to focus into mirrors and put all over the city, uh, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be like ants with a magnifying glass? It'd be, the op- it'd be the opposite, because each time the sun would hit one of those satellites most of the sunlight would refract somewhere else and then way less sunlight would go to the next satellite, so on and so forth. To the point it's like um look at the Mythbusters episode where they tried that scene in the mummy where they used mirrors to light up an entire room with sunlight. Right. It really doesn't work. Yeah. Um, Rob, I think if we saw our uh, uh sniveling security guard Frandy know what he would say <laughs> what it feels what it would feel like. All right. You don't <laughs> <laughs> He set you up right there. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. The moment has passed. I think the so, point is <laughs> they would have been better off just dumping napalm on this yeah. place. All right. So fucking um, Alfred's okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's he took his cure. They it. it like one night fucking Lord of the Flies set in in the living room of this mansion and like it's trashed um, like fucking Alfred or I'm sorry, Barbara and uh, and Robin over here had like a fucking bender. And then um, what call it Batgirl, Robin and Batman decide to form an alliance at this point. Morale hits minus 200 percent and um, they run towards the camera as the movie ends. So final score. Um, Minus 250% from where I started. <laughs> and we start immediately smashing some pumpkins. Yep. I, I, oh, I want to yeah. point out that this movie ending in the credits with an R. Kelly song just is fitting for how trash the whole thing I, is. I never yeah. even made it that far. I didn't get past smashing pumpkins. Oh, no. R. Kelly oh, I, ended it. I, I didn't fuck around with the credits at all. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, we're done here. I got to go. I'm not even kidding. The the uh, screen went dark and letters started to appear and I shut it off. Like, that was it. Uh, all right. So, Tony. Yeah. What uh, what do the critics have to say? Oh, not good. Not good. Uh, <laughs> RottenTomatoes.com. Critics gave this a score of 11%. Audience <laughs> gave this a score of 16%. Wow. Generous all around. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, I just want to point out that our, our failure failure list that, that we have going on yep. is movies under 25%, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. 25 or 20? I, think, I believe I think 25. We, we upped it to 25. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> so this is like well below even that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
but that's their thoughts and opinions. Brian, why don't you continue on by telling us yours? Like, like I said earlier, like this movie's trash. Like it's a it's a cartoon, and I get I get what they were trying to do for kids, but it was I would rather have just had an animated movie. Like if this was if this was animated, it would have been totally fine. Like because because you, you you can make more sense of 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 you can let more things go when it's in cartoon form for the most part. Um, so if they just done that, then this they could have been voice cast by everyone who's in the movie still. But like this, the 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 execution of of the choreography, the special effects, just everything in this movie is just garbage. And uh, yeah, it hurt to watch. And like it, the opening sequence, I I texted everyone like fuck from the beginning. <laughs> but yeah, I would not re- recommend this. Unless you hate someone, if you hate someone, you know, feel free to to, to sit them down and make them watch this. But yeah, stay away from this movie. All right, uh, Will. Uh, yeah, this movie can go straight to hell. Um, can it freeze there? It can freeze. <laughs> I mean, this was my, the only saving grace I to watching this was you know there's a lot of content to make fun of and 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 poke at and pick at, uh, but the actual like viewing of it was not fun at all, uh, and so. The basis for me recommending a movie movie is that, like it at least has to be fun to watch, and this didn't meet that at all. Um, like even if I think we had watched this together, like like we used to in the before four times, um, <laughs> like I don't I don't think it would have been as fun as some of the other ones we've done just because it's so bad and is it's two hours, a little over two hours, which is unconscionable. Um, yeah, man pretty much sums it up like watch go watch uh, uh mask of the phantasm or the other other uh animated movie the sub-zero that came out yeah. if you want to get some good mr freeze stuff so all right uh rob yeah this was uh this was like genuinely painful and that's <laughs> and that's with the movie on <laughs> double speed <laughs> Uh, so, the, and I think the the big thing is that the, this movie looks like it just, I mean, I know there's a ton of costumes and there's a ton of set pieces, but this movie looks like there was no effort put into it. Like, it looks like nobody cared. They were just making this movie intentionally as a commercial for crap, and they didn't care what they did to the franchise, and they didn't care, they didn't care who they stepped on on the way. And uh, it's not entertaining, like, it's not even, like... So the, the the 1960s Batman movie was like entertaining because it was like dumb and cheesy. This is like trying too hard to be dumb and cheesy and failing. It's just terrible. Uh, I never want to see. I will never watch this again. Um, I'm angry that I had to watch it. Uh, no, just okay. no. <laughs> uh, Joe, I feel 250 percent worse than when I started. I mean, I think that sums it up. Uh, this is a classic example of somebody who has no no stake or no interest in the movie being done to like at all within the realm of what a fan would want. Um, and it's it like I'm not a Batman fan. And if, if there's not another Batman movie for the rest of my life, I won't be upset. But like th- I felt really bad for like just. Imagine if you were a fan and you saw this, like it really, really has to hurt. It's just, it's, um, I mean, and then on top of that, it's just a atrocious movie in general. Um, no, no scene was good. Uh, I think I added maybe at most three positive things in the movie and they were kind of stretches. Uh, there's, there's no redeeming qualities to it and it, it feels long 
It feels awful. Um, it's just the only thing I am glad about is that it didn't. It wasn't like the Transformer movies where there was enough numbers behind them to justify, you know, what occurred. And like, it, like I know that I'm glad with this one that everybody immediately realized that um, they went too far and fucked up. They somehow went too far by not going by not like trying at all. And um, because of that, like, you know, it was a long time before we got another Batman. And while the Nolan films have their problems, you could at least tell the filmmakers cared. And, you know, they, the DC film franchises in general have had a long series of issues, but you could at least tell that from that point on, they're like, they're letting somebody have, you know, a, a vision of it but at the same time they're stepping in when they're like this is too fucking much um so uh i yeah it's it's an abysmal and it's a terrible movie but i do feel it is somewhat of an important movie that like people should see and should know about to know that like this is why it's important when you know the fandom gets upset when you hear like a name attached to a project and you know people should be like ah just give them a chance or whatever like no because shit like this can't happen and it's like people shouldn't forget how bad things have gotten and that's why i think it's it's important that people at least know about this film and why it's important all right so that would be my review fuck this movie all not right. uh yeah i also am not gonna recommend i could see if you had some friends over and some drinks to maybe laugh at it, but it's still not the best one for that. So, and yes, it does have a certain purpose because of showing, like you said, like giving Kevin Feige and you know people like that an opportunity to be like, this is why we can't let these things happen. We got to, you know, like actually put some thought behind it and not just try and sell toys. But the movie itself is all, the dialogue is terrible. Uh, I care about Batman and they've, screwed all that up i care about mr freeze and they totally screwed that up they bastardized some of the storyline like they even throw in the fact that he's supposed to be cold-hearted but they keep showing him like enjoying what he's doing and laughing and doing all these things like that totally missing the point of him not being able to have those emotions because he's actually cold-hearted he's actually like dead inside it's so dumb. They don't understand what they're doing at all. And it's it's kind of the same problem I have with the Transformer movies, but in a, to- a slightly different way. And at least this is, you know, one and a half movies and not a whole franchise based on it. But uh, yeah, so th- this is trash. It's it's an F minus minus um, on the Shermometer. It would be a sub zero. Uh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> But nobody likes ice puns, so no. Um, yeah, I think instead we'd again recommend either uh, Batman Sub-Zero or Batman the Animated Series. Just watch Heart of Ice over and over again. Or or the one with Poison Ivy or any of them, really. The Tim Burton films. Or the Tim Burton Or, or just get a piece of uh, graph paper and draw your own Batman cartoon. It'll be better. It will be better. Yeah. <laughs> You you could take that piece of paper, put it on a stick, and ram it up your ass, and it would still be better. Ooh. But yeah, so none of us are recommending this. We're recommending other Batman instead. Other yeah. Um, I do want to just just like I appreciate the effort that like the prop and art team put in at least. Like I feel bad for them because like it, they were given like like we want to make this, this this way, and like they're like, are you sure? Because this looks weird but we'll do it See, <laughs> that's, 
everything looked clean. Like everything that was made looked clean. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. like it, 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 it's, they had to have known like they're giving this this crap. Like I, 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 they were paid to like give them yeah. give crap, and I and I feel bad for them. That's the other thing though. Like the design is for all these costumes, these Batmobiles, the city is also terrible, and the effects. This is the highest budget of any of the Batman films. We've covered all of them now. This is the yeah. highest budgeted one, or at least of the early ones. This is the highest budgeted of this, you know, original franchise, and those special effects look on par with Ghostbusters, the original yeah. Ghostbusters. And that came out, what, 12 years or 13 years earlier, something like that? So there's, there's... Ghostbusters effects still look like they belong where they where they do. Yeah, they, yeah, they arguably look better, but... Yeah. The, the I don't point know, those is, green screens are rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're not great, but they also have the, you know, thing of they were made in 84. This is well, made in 94. Yeah. Forgive it, because the movie that's around it is... Well, yes. Yeah, I mean, that might... That might be the reason you're not paying attention to what the graphics yeah. look like because you're just like i'm engaged in the story that's happening uh-huh. yeah so yeah this is shit yeah God damn um, it. i want to elaborate off one thing tony said because um it just reminded me of a funny story where he talked about how they missed the point on him being cold-hearted um and went with cold temperature um because that's that's uh when um the wrestler steve austin when he decided he you know he before he was stone cold steve austin he wanted to you know, have a more ruthless side to his character, a more cold-hearted side. So he sent out to Creative Services, you know, that idea, and they sent back a whole bunch of names. And the first one they suggested instead of Stone Cold Steve Austin was Chili McFreeze. Chili McFreeze. <laughs> now tell you at your local McDonald's. <laughs> just imagine the glass shattering, fucking Stone Cold coming down there, like giving the dude the stunner, like pounding the beers. And the Chili McFreeze like, stunner. Now introducing Chili McFreeze. Yeah, it would be the Chili McFreeze stunner. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like uh, the that flurry needs to be a character. Something. Yeah, be like the Blizzard. <laughs> the Blizzard. Let's just call me the Dairy Queen. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's it. Thank right. you. Anything anybody here wants to plug or mention before we uh, before I go through my spiel? Just I, I just want to lie down. I'm fucking mad. Yeah. yeah, I need a good I need a good cry. Well, guys, we want to thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing for our episode archive, merchandise store, and more information. Check out our website at 4ampodcast.podbean.com. You can contact us by following us on Twitter or Facebook at 4AM Podcast. Make sure you check there for Will's cute little Halloween picture. Or you can email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, if you want to help support what we do, please consider becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash 4AM Podcast. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Be good to each other. Don't be assholes. Bye. Bye. Adios. Good night, everybody.